ఆంధ్రప్రదేశ్ మకర సంక్రాంతి వరుణ్ దేవ్ హీస్ కాల్ రత్నాకర్ మీన్స్ ఈస్ ది అబౌట్ వాల్ జూల్స్ అండ్ హిస్ డాటర్ ఈస్ లక్ష్మీదేవి లక్ష్మీదేవి జగన్నాథ్ జగన్నాథ్ హీ సెన్ ఐ హ్యావ్ ఎక్సెప్టెడ్ హర్ ఫర్ ద వెల్ఫేర్ ఆఫ్ ద హోల్ వరల్డ్ నాట్ దెన్ ఐ థింక్ అబౌట్ ద వెల్ఫేర్ ఆఫ్ ఎవ్రీ వన్ సిమిలర్లీ లక్ష్మీదేవి ఆల్సో she help all others only then will I accept her if she has his desire to help all others so that time Lakshmi Devi she accepted this proposal but Varundev he said I am giving my daughter Would I be able to see her from time to time? And will my daughter come to my abode time to time? Or will you take her away forever? I will never be able to see her again. Then Jagannathdevi said no. She will always remain the predominating goddess. the entire world she would only think about the welfare of the entire world so Jagannath he said there is no shortage of anything in my Pandara but don't make my daughter work very hard because she is very tender soft-limbed. She has never worked so hard in her entire life. So Jagannath, he said, Baladev is with me. Sabhadra is with me. The entire world is with me. All the demigods and goddesses are with me. All my associates are with me. In this way, I would have to think about the welfare of everyone. So Jagannath Dev, he started saying, I would have to think about the welfare of everyone. So Varun Dev, he started thinking, what should I do? So Dakshmi Devi, she was thinking, I have to go now for Jagannath Seva. But not just Jagannath, if I want to make him happy, I have to serve the entire world. But not just independently. I have to serve him like how he wants me to. So when Lakshmi Devi came to serve Jagannath, then as soon as she came to Jagannath, then she made 550 cooking pits. Yes, sir. She said, Jagannath, he said, you'd have to cook in all these 550 cooking pits. 
you don't have to have many maid servants, many helpers, or you have to cook yourself. And that's why Vibhavandev's prayers, Indra, he sent many devatas to help Lakshmi. But no devata could enter into that place. This fire has to be ignited. So in this way, they'll have to spend so much time. So Lakshmi Devi, she told the devatas, you have to cut all the vegetables, you have to cook, clean all the pots. And Lakshmi Devi herself, Mahalakshmi, she entered into this kitchen. There are 550 stoves. And not just one, one or two preparations, no. Not only rice and dal, no. Jagannath, he doesn't only do this. He, minute after minute, he eats in so many new things. So that whatever he eats, he'll eat in the afternoon. Whatever he eats in the morning, he'll eat in the afternoon, no. He says, at different times of the day, I'll eat different kinds of preparations. And even during the night, I'll eat something which is different and then I'll sleep. So Lakshmi Devi, she was thinking, my father sent so many maid sons. Even Devatas came. Even Ganga and Yamuna came there to help her. All the devis came. But no one had this ability to cook every day, 12 months a year. And at 12 months a year, beginning from Mangalarti until Shayanarti, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the night. And they say all the devatas, all the avatars of Bhagavan, they all come. And Jagannath, he, Subhadra, she feeds her little brothers, whatever Lakshmi has cooked. And very nice, very delicious items she has cooked. There should not be any shortage of anything. But once one, one thing gets finished, no. Immediately, if something is finished, then there should be another preparation for Jagannath. So there should not be any delay. So Jagannath, he had this. Gurundev, he was thinking, why did I give my daughter in marriage to Jagannath? He's engaged in so much seva. Doesn't even have time. And he eats the whole time. He's, he has such a big body. She's only cooking, 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 cooking. And Jagannath is only eating. He says, he takes Achuma, again he says, oh, feed me something, I'm very hungry. Actually, Bhim says, how much does he eat? Kumbhakarna, how does he eat? How much does he eat? But Jagannath, he is eating even more than them. See, although he has no hands, he accepts everything. Although he has no legs, he goes everywhere. Then if, then if he is eating so much, then if one really has hands and legs, then how much more will he eat? If one who doesn't have hands and legs eats so much, then you can imagine how much more one who has hands and legs will eat. So, Arundhya shall destroy this kitchen. 
Then so many waves start coming from the ocean. 20-30 feet high waves. And, and these waves came until the water, the door of Jagannath Temple. Saying, destroy this kitchen and bring back my daughter. And send Jagannath away from here. Where did this black personality come from? He doesn't have anything nice to eat, doesn't have anything nice to wear. And he has come here and he's accepted my daughter in marriage. Why should I, why did I give my daughter in marriage to this man? He only keeps eating the whole day. I mean, it's so much that there is no point. He has, you see, the big pots. And one pot, 20 kilos of rice. And this is 400, 500 pots. 20 kilos of rice. 20 kilos of rice. And then, in the 20 kilos of rice, 5 liters of ghee. So the rice is made with ghee very nicely. Different kinds of sabjis. Nobody eats chola. Dal, mohur, besar, mohur, chutney, fruit salad. So many different kinds of things Jagannath eats. And Lakshmi Devi cooking, cooking for him, she becomes so tired. So Rundev, he said, he comes every day and he's roaring, Varundev. And I'll break this kitchen and take my daughter away. So then Jagannath was thinking, now how can I fight with my father-in-law? You see, he said sometimes that the father-in-law is like a demon. And, uh, you see, if you feed the son-in-law, you get the fruit of serving hundred Brahmins. Because he has accepted the daughter in marriage. Because one has accepted the charity of a girl in marriage. He is very honorable. He is to be respected. So in this way, you know, is thinking about his daughter. So Jagannath is saying, how can I meet, how can I fight with my father-in-law? <laughs> so Jagannath, he said, I've tried engaging everyone in my seva, but you see, no one is my own. But Lakshmi, she is my own. All the others are parkia. The others listen, they speak about me, but from far. No one is there 24 hours a day absorbed in my seva. Even in bread, they feed me some butter, some sweets, they speak to me and they leave. No one stays with me 24 hours a day. Who will do so much for me 24 hours a day? So Jagannath was thinking, if Lakshmi leaves, then I'll be all alone. So then, who will do so many things for me? So then he called Anuman. He told Anuman that you are Ram Sevak. Then he said this. Varunde is always coming and troubling me by his roaring waves. His waves are always crashing against my temple. He's threatening always that he'll destroy my temple, destroy the kitchen, take my wife away. Where did this black man come from? Eating the whole day. He not only does he eat himself, he feeds others as well. This is all he does the whole day. So then Hanuman, he said, all right. And Hanuman, he started roaring. But Varundev, he started receding. 
the water started receding. And when Sanuman went away, again he started disturbing Jagannath. And again he called Hanuman. Then Hanuman he came there. Again he started roaring, again he ran away. Very far away. Like five, six kilometers far he went away. He receded. So then Hanuman, he is very restless. He will not stay in one place. So then anyhow, he chained him there. And then from then he was known as Bedi Hanuman. He said, you should not go anywhere now. You should stay in one place. Because Hanuman, he wants some nice shana. Because he likes playing, jumping from different trees. He says, how can I eat this rice in Dharan Jagannathpuri? He said, I don't like these sweets and all these things. I need something, some fruits. I need some nice fruits and roots. How can I eat, how can you only eat this rice and dal? And I don't eat so much, I only eat a little fruit. Little root. So Jagannath said, alright, and he bound him. shackled his feet. Before... And Ram Chandra was performing this Ashwamedhi Yagya. How Ram Chandra do? He... Ram Chandra, he wrote a declaration on the horse. He said, anyone who accepts defeat will not fight me. But anyone who wishes to fight me then they'll bind this horse. But anyone who does not do so will submit to me and accept me as the emperor. So he wrote this declaration on the, ho- on the horse. So the horse was leading from front and the entire army was following the horse. So when the horse came to Valmiki Rishi's ashram on the banks of the Ganga, then, of course, were small boys. And then they saw, who is, what is this horse? Who is, who is this king? He is so proud. He is saying, there is no one greater than me. He is saying, I am going to do Ratsu Yigya. So whoever, who no one should touch my horse. If they touch my horse, then they are against me. In love and course, they told each other, who is this proud king? Is there anyone greater than Malguru? Valmiki. Bharaja, Triyangira, the such great marshes. And this king is saying that he is more exalted than even them. So he said, bind the horse. They bound the horse to a tree. And then, Varashatuna, they are falling from behind. And they had army. They said, who bound the horse? He said, we. He said, you small boys. This king's horse, leave it. Always you have to fight with us. King might even kill you. He said, we don't scare. We are not scared of being killed. If you come here and you fight with us, where did this pride come from? That I am most exalted. Who is more exalted than our Guru? The sadhus. What does your master have? You take the taxes from others. We are doing all the hard work and you take the tax. And you enjoy and you are saying with the king. At least you should also work hard and try earning something. 
as I am the king. See, I have sent the horse here. Hazrat so ye kya? I said, where are boys here? Then he said, I don't want to fight with boys. And they said, you're a coward. You see, you don't fight with old people, with young people. Then who do you fight with? Not fight with Israel. Who do you, who can? Will you fight with your own self? And so they're very expert in giving answers. You see, especially children, if they speak, then you'll realize how innocent they are. Because those who are little old, they speak after thinking carefully. But children, whatever they comes to mind, they speak. So Ramchandra, he started, he tolerated so much of their words. And Ram said, no, 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 I tolerate. Oh, you made all my family, army, you made everyone unconscious. You're creating such a nuisance. He said, no, I'll defeat both of you. So then, Lokush said, no. So they said, all right, let's see what we'll do. So Valmikrishi, he was also... Then he told Lavan Kush, who are you fighting with? And then he also told Ram, why are you fighting with these small boys? Then my Gurukul boys, they are my disciples. And Ram said, did you teach them etiquette this way? They have no proper mariyata, just see how they are speaking. And he said, even the king is devoid of etiquette. Well, then how is he a king? If a king is not honoring sadhus, then how is he? King. The king has himself broken it a bit. Then how should we, hmm? why should we behave properly towards him? Then Malnik said, be quiet, don't speak like this in front of your elders, in front of Guru. But still they were very restless. They think, no, we can't fight this king. Because from the very childhood, Malnik taught them how to fight in a war. And they had the blood of a Kshatriya. You see, Kshatriyas, they never were tolerant. We are very hot-headed. Shatriya never learns how to bow down and walk. Shatriya, he always walks upright. He never bows down. He thinks, how can I go and beg from house to house? Oh, Ramchandra Shiva Maharaj. These two boys are your sons. And the two boys, he said. You see, all right, the citizens are all the king's children. But if the citizens, if the king does not respect his children, his citizens, or like children, then how is he worthy of being called a king? He cannot look after his children, his own citizens. So Valmik again pacified them, but still they became even more agitated. Meanwhile, Ramchandra, he said, leave the horse and I'll go on my way. So then they let the horse go. And the king, he took the horse away and he went. So see, Hanuman, he was born there. And Jagannath, he born Hanuman completely. He said, no, you'll never leave this place. So he said, because Hanuman, Varuman, Varundev never comes. Forward. Hanuman is roaring so loudly. So Varunde, he reached a compromise. He said, alright. But still I want to see my daughter. He said, how can I tolerate my daughter? Suffering so much. 
because a mother likes her son and a father likes his daughter. He said, how can I tolerate my daughter suffering so much? That time, let her at least come and see me once or twice a month. Then Jagannath said, alright, on the night of Amasya, when she finishes the service, then I'll bring her here. Then she can meet you, and then she can return back to Puri. And he said, alright. And he said, you got so many fruits. Because Lakshmi Devi is very tired cooking for Jagannath. She's cooking different kinds of Rajbhog for Jagannath, Chapanbhog. But still, although she cooks for Jagannath, still she does not eat anything. Bhimla Devi, she honors Jagannath Mahapsa fully. And she said, Brahma, Shiva, all the devatas, they accept this Mahapsa, but not Lakshmi. And she becomes very tired. Okay. And say this meva, mitai, fruits, fruits. So many things are sent by Varundev for Lakshmi Devi's daughter. Because Lakshmi Devi has a separate temple. She's saying, how can I go there? Because Jagannath is staying with his elder brother, younger sister, I cannot go there. Therefore, Lakshmi Devi's temple is behind the Jagannath temple. And she made some sevaks where there for Lakshmi Devi seva, cook some poga. Sometimes she honors something and sometimes nothing. So one day we saw there was no solution. So that time, she, she sat praying to Jagannath. Then, no, then one day we said, no, I can no longer tolerate my daughter's suffering so much. He said, I'd rather die than seeing her suffer. That time, the compromise was reached. That for one month, Lakshmi Devi, she'll go to see her father. This is the month of Posh. According to the solar calendar, from 14 December to 14 January, for one month, Lakshmi Devi, she'll come to the abode of Varunde. And when Lakshmi Devi comes there, to her father's house. Then, you see, this ocean is very silent. Beginning from 14 December to 14 January, if you go to Jagannath Puri, the ocean is very safe. Even if you walk one kilometer into the ocean, you will see there are no waves. The ocean is very still. Because Lakshmi Devi is returned home. He is very happy. The ocean, Varundev. So Lakshmi Devi, she came, she met her father, then she met her mother, her brother, and she served in so many ways. So meanwhile, she was thinking, what is my husband eating now? And Yashoda, she is very old. So this way, Yashoda said, how can I cook for so many? I can cook for you. If I have to cook for everyone, then I will make kitchen for everyone. I won't cook anything else. You will only eat fruits and roots and kitchen, nothing else. And, all, and not only in the morning. 
Sometimes, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, it takes me. I have to cook for so many. So this way, this way you see this cooking with milk and khichdi. This way, and this way mixing khichdi with milk. And this way, by the time everything is cooked, she has to wake up at four. In this way. This kitchen has to be cooked quickly in this way. So this way Makar Sankranti takes place in such in this way when Lakshmi she returns to her house in Jagannathpuri. In this way when she returns home to Jagannath, then the father sends so many things in this way. And then all the devatas they send so many things for Lakshmi Devi's happiness and Lakshmi Devi she goes there to see Jagannath and she says alright I'm going there I have to bring some gifts for Jagannath she brings gifts sweets so many things decorations ornaments and this way Lakshmi Devi she sees all these devatas, manas, rakshas, yakshas, kinaras, gandharvas, they all come and they all bring gifts for Lakshmi Devi. And they say, they bring so many gifts for Lakshmi that there is not even space in Jagannath temple to keep these things there. So Lakshmi Devi, she has this vehicle. This carrier is the crocodile, Makar. And she sits on the crocodile with the lotus in her hands. There's so many gifts being bought to her. Jagannath is saying, Manta's stores was empty. And then he's saying, where did all these gifts from, come from? And the devotees know, if we don't give anything to Lakshmi, then our, then we'll lose everything. Therefore, they're always thinking, how to please Lakshmi? And then we'll never have face any shortage. Because Lakshmi becomes angry, then they'll have to suffer so this way. They'll have to suffer so much then. Jagannath is seeing everything. Then, I'll have to do something. So then, around all, around the temple, all the sevaks, Namda Sunanda Vishwakshin, Jai Vijay, Mahalakshmi, they, they told, they spoke to each other and said, Mahalakshmi is coming. They'll have to receive her, to respect them. So this way, everyone is standing on the banks of the ocean, waiting for Lakshmi to return there to Jaramakuri. So they bring so many different kinds of things as gifts to bring to Lakshmi Devi. There is a lot of time. That like yesterday night, she is supposed to return. 
because the father doesn't want to leave the daughter there. Father is saying that, no, don't leave me. Even the mother doesn't want to leave Lakshmi. Don't leave me here. No one desires that Lakshmi should leave them. This way, this has to work so hard. And this way, even in Braj, you see Radharani, she has to cook more than 500 oven spots. And she, but she has many Sakis and Manjiris to help her. And there's Dhanishta and so many. All the Rajdevis help Radharani. And they're all very good cooks. Rindadevi has, has trained all them. But in Puri, Lakshmi is all alone. Therefore, no one wants to leave them. But Lakshmi is thinking, now what can I do? No, one month anyhow, I've, I convinced Jagannath, but how can I stay longer here? Because one who, is all, one who always works hard can never stay still. So he's thinking, I'll have to go back. I have so many services to do there to Jagannath. What is he eating there? Because Yashoda is cooking for him there. She's very old. She's cooking often in Kishri at 12 in the afternoon, 1 in the afternoon. So Jagannath sometimes, he goes covering, he goes covering with Baldev, takes cows, and he says, oh, please give me some buttermilk to drink. He goes to another house, and he says, oh, he gives his earrings away to an old lady, he gives his, he gives his ring, and he says, give me some buttermilk, some food to it. So he's going everywhere asking food. So, without Lakshmi, who can possibly feed him? This way, he, he does not like eating fruits and roots. He likes eating this, uh, he likes eating uh, peanuts there. And he also has his date trees there. Sometimes he likes eating almonds. And he won't eat all kinds of fruits. He won't eat bananas, pineapples, jackfruits, mangoes. Say, the pineapple is called safari, banana is called kadari, and jackfruit is called panos. This is banana, jackfruit, mango, and this amrafal. This is mango. And so he only likes eating these four fruits. Banana, jackfruit, mango, and uh, the other one. So say, Jagannath, he's wandering all over this Shetramandal, which is also 84 mile in radius. So Baldev, he tells Jagannath, oh, you call Lakshmi. Then I'll call Karuda and he can bring Lakshmi. But Subhadra, she cannot bring Lakshmi. Because Subhadra, she can go on a horse. She can fight a war. She can, she knows how to drive a chariot. But Subhadra, going into the kitchen, she cannot, she does not know how to cook, how to make rotis. She knows how to fight, but. So Baldev said, should I call someone from Devalok to cook for you? From Sargalok or someone from Braj? Then again, Lakshmi will become unhappy. She not even take the name of Raj. If anyone even takes the name of Raj, then Varunde will never send his daughter there to Jagannath Puri. He will never send her then. Because he's saying, why should I send her when the Braj Vasi is already there cooking for Jagannath? So there's a big problem. So today when Lakshmi is coming back, then Jagannath, he becomes very happy. And then again, he can eat 56 kinds of boga there. Or else only Yashoda is cooking kichdi for him. There's so many devatas there. 
Indians uh, ruled there. The lakhs of people there in Jagannath Puri, you see, they only like eating this Mahaprasad. They won't eat anything except Mahaprasad. Like for 15 days when Jagannath falls sick, there's no Mahaprasad. At the time the Daitas, Pandas, they don't eat anything. They only take the remnants of Jagannath. Their Jagannath is only fed fruits and roots. That time they also eat only fruits and roots. They don't eat anything else. That time Lakshmi also will not cook for 15 days. And Jagannath is sick, so she won't cook that time. And then another 15 days, he goes to Gundicha after Ratya So again, she cannot cook. So then for one month, she cannot cook. And here, this one month, she cannot cook. So as a two months, she doesn't cook. So, so Varundu is very happy that Jagannath has fallen sick. She saying, good, may he fall sick every day. Then my daughter-in-law can stay with me. My daughter can stay with me. Then, then she'll not have to cook so much for him. But the daughter is very sad, saying, I cannot cook for Jagannath. Because Lakshmi is thinking, oh, he took his brother and sister, but she does, he doesn't take me. So then Shanera Panchami, she goes, breaks the chariot. And then she asks Jagannath, says, where have you hidden Jagannath? Bring him here. And then they say that Jagannath is hiding somewhere in Kunja. Because he's black already, and it's already very dark at night. So she cannot see him in the Kunja. And Baldev is already at a distance. Because Lakshmi is coming, then he is smiling from a distance. And Subhadra also is hiding somewhere in some Kunja, so that Lakshmi cannot see her. So Jagannath is saying, that why are you disturbing? I'm going to return now anytime, Jagannath Puri. Why are you feeling so sad? What does Lakshmi do? If Jagannath wasn't there, so, so when she goes for Jagannath, so Jagannath, you see, Lakshmi Devi herself goes on Piksha, asking for money, Pranami. Because when Jagannath Puri, if Jagannath doesn't come to the Jagannath temple, then who will possibly give Pranami to Lakshmi without Jagannath? So she herself is thinking that, no, I have no value without Jagannath. If Jagannath is in the Sri Mandir, in the Sri temple, then everyone will come to see me, or else no one will come to see me. So therefore she return. So Lakshmi is thinking, okay, let me ask my father for something. But then she becomes very shy. How can I ask my father? And so when there's Neela Trivijay, when Jagannath returns from the Gundisha temple, then she becomes very happy. And then whatever Jagannath desires, she gives. And this way she becomes very happy. So in this way... So, so she has so much mamta for uh, Jagannath. So on today on this tithi, on one side, Lakshmi, she returns from Varun Lok. Therefore, so much charity is given, everything is given in the name of Lakshmi. All these festivals are held in her honor. All these instruments are played. All these lamps are lit. And Lakshmi, she comes and they all welcome her. Many gifts are given. And this way, on the other side, when the ocean was being churned at that time, the devatas, when this poison first came out, then the whole world started to burn because of this poison. So that time Shivtagur. On everyone's request, he drank this poison, this Kalkut wish. And he held it in his throat, because in his heart there's Paramatma, then Paramatma made it burnt. So he held that poison in his throat. 
but he was very sad. Why? Because there was so much poison in his throat. So he said, how can I cool my head? He cannot meditate on Bhagawan. So therefore, you see, a materialistic man, he has so much poison in his head. Therefore, he is never happy. No matter what he does, he can never be happy in his heart. Because poison is like that. This poison of sense enjoyment. So can this poison be removed. Because he cannot meditate on Bhagawan, remember him, pray to him. Only then he can have this shanti. But this effect of poison is such that can never make the mind happy. Whole day, he's very, in so much difficulty. Very restless. Let him see what should I do. Who can I speak to? See, unless a person has been bitten by a snake, how does he, how can he possibly know what, how painful it is, how painful a snake bite is, unless he himself has been bitten by a snake. Similarly, if one is feeling separation, if one himself hasn't felt separation, then how can he possibly understand the pain of separation? Sadhim Shivji is thinking, how long can I suffer like this, with this poison in my throat? Sadhim Prabhu, he is Dayamoy, very compassionate. So then here on the other side, Maharaj Sagar, he became the emperor of the entire world. So he prayed to Brahma. You have given me this uh, position of a king. But, but what can I do to make them happy? All the jivas. And at the time from one wife he had 60,000 sons and from another wife he had one son. So he was thinking, how can I instruct these sons properly so that these sons can also work for the benefit of others and respect all the other devatas. So he said, please tell, instruct me. To Brahma he said, alright. You do yagya. You do perform 180 yagyas. Then Bhagavan will become happy. And whatever you want, he'll give you. Whatever you wish. He says, so Bhagavan start doing this yagya. He so says, when he performed 107 yagyas, when the last yagya was to be performed, he was saying, Indra was thinking, he's going to steal my wife now and he'll take over the position of, he'll take over the position, take over the three worlds. Sandra sometimes he appears as sannyasi and stole the horse away. Sometimes he appears as a kapali can steal the horse away. Say, Puru would fight with Indra. Prithu would fight with Indra and bring the horse back. Sandra he hid the horse somewhere once. Previously, Prithu fought with Indra, but now he did the same thing with Sagar also. So then they started looking everywhere. Then they started digging in all directions, trying to find the horse, the 60,000 sons of Sagar. There in Patalok, there's a Kapil Rishi, he was absorbed in Dhyan. And all the horse was nicely roaming in front of Kapil Rishi's ashram, eating grass. 
and is it being a sadhu he stole on a horse away and kept his horse in his ashram because now they were very angry at Kapil saying kidnap the horse they said let's attack him he was absorbed in his meditation and as soon as he opened his eyes he saw the 60,000 sons creating a lot of nuisance speaking loudly loudly so when he opened his eyes he burned them to ashes and now they no, this horse did not come back, so how could he finish his yagya, Sagar Maharaj? Then he had one more son, Asamanjas, if who was the son from the other wife. Asamanjas tried so much to deliver the sons, but his, his life ended. So then he had another son, Dilip. Dilip did so many things. Then Dilip, he had the son, Bhagirat. So Bhagirat, he found such austerities. He brought the worship Shirji. So Surudev, he told him, you make Brahma happy. And then, in his commandalu, Gangaji, she is present. If you give him one drop of water there, then the ancestors will be delivered by just a touch of this drop of Ganga. And they will return to their abode. Well, there is no way because they they're burnt by this curse. Had they been burnt by fire, then they could have just been they could have just accepted another body. But now that they've been burnt by the fire of this curse, it's very difficult for them to accept another life, another life form. So Bhagirath, he started praying to Brahma, and Brahma said, "All right, I'll pray to Bhagwan. So wait for his order." So when Prabhu's order was received, then he said, alright, give this drop of water. And Ganga, she has to come from the Brahmalok, cool carrier. Or else she is going to Patalok. So at that time, she has to cross these seven planetary systems. In these fourteen planetary systems, Earth is the middle. She will have to cross the seven upper planetary systems and enter Earth. So again he prayed to Vishnu, Bhagiratha. And he said, make Shiv Thakur happy. And then Shiv Thakur said, alright. If Ganga Devi, she'll descend, I'll carry her on my head. On my head. He didn't know, he didn't know that even this, by carrying the Shanavata Vishnu on my head, then this pain in my heart will go away. So that time when she descended, then he kept her on his head, on his matted locks. And then he realized, oh, Ganga's on my head, my heart is becoming so cold. No, I can meditate on my Prabhu now without any difficulty. So then, as soon as he kept Ganga on her, he said, You can free from all these disturbances. Therefore, you know this is Abhi Mukta Ghat. He became so happy, Kedarnath, that no, he didn't want to leave Ganga now. He said, No, I will not leave Ganga, I'm going to this. Because I was uh, suffering so much, I could never engage in something. Bhagavan in this Dham Kirtan. So now that this poison is going on, the effect of this poison, now I'll become very happy. So Bhagavad again, he found societies to please Shivji. Then Brahmaji came. Then Vishnu came. And they said, oh, Bolinath, at least leave one drop of water. 
and you keep all the water in the mat logs at least release one small drop. And she said, he said, all right. Then from Gomuk Kedarnath, then there this water started coming. From Gomuk. So how did how should she go? Gangadevi asked. So if she goes on his own, she goes on her own, then she'll destroy everything on the way. Because such was the force with which she was flowing down. So then Bhagirath, he blew on his conch. She just keep following me, and then you first follow me. And he started offering many stuff, and Ganga started following Bhagirath. She started following as he was blowing on his conch. So as Ganadevi Patipavani Gangi was going, she was purifying all the three worlds. So there was one Brahman who was very intelligent. I think Bhagirath is playing on his conch. So I'll also blow on my conch and steal Ganga away from here. So Bhagirath, as he was going front, this Brahman was blowing on his conch. And he, and he took this, and he took Ganga to Bangladesh. He said, Ganga Devi, you come here. Because the ocean is here, you can meet here. No need to go there to deliver Bhagirath's ancestors. So he was blowing on his conch and Ganga, she went there. Then Bhagirath looked behind Ganga was disappeared. And he was saying, what is this? Ganga is no longer behind me. Then when he returned, he saw another Brahman was blowing on his conch. Ganga was going there. He was saying, where did this hypocrite come from? Then Ganga said, what can I do? I was following the sound of the conch and he started blowing on the conch also. So then she went there already. And then she returned back. So when she was going there, she is in one tributary. And when she returned, she is in another tributary. So then, the Brahman said, the fruit that you get from bathing in the Ganga, you will not get here, in this place. This is like rejected, this place. And therefore, she is known as Meghana and Padma there. And she, while going, she is known as Meghana. And returning, she is known as Padma. It's a huge river. And then she, she returns as another tributary. And then following Bhagirath, she came here. And on Ganga Dashara, and she made all ten directions pure after many months. And on Sankranti, she went and met, entered into the ocean. She reached this Rishi, Kapal Rishi's ashram. She dis- and then this way, even the ashes were not found. But then anyhow, there were, just with the, there were some slight remains of their bodies. And so Bhagirath worshipped Kapildev, worshipped Gangadev, of Tarpan for his ancestors. And so they were all delivered and they were liberated. So the Rahim said, that if anyone on this Tithi, Sankranti Tithi, where this Ganga Devi meets the ocean, if anyone goes and bathes there and gives in charity, meditates, and remembers Ganga Devi does heaven, then, then he gets this inexhaustible fruit. And now we entangled in some sort. Or even if you go to different pilgrimage places many times, you get the fruit of going Ganga Sagar only once. And it is said, and Jankaracharya himself has uh, of a Sausati to Ganga Devi. He said, even if there are fish and snakes in Ganga, or turtles, 
ఎనిమిది ancient deities 
They'll make new temples, they'll bring new deities, but the old deities, no one, not, they don't wish to preserve their Vaishishtya. So this is Kali Yuga. So where is this deity of Ganga Devi found? So if you say something bad, then they become angry. If you say something good, then you're their friend. This is the influence of Kali. Therefore, they're always fighting, this, that, court case, and all these things. Because Ganga Devi is not being worshipped there properly. Because there's so much opulence there. At least you should be worshipped properly, but no. So where will they get this Shanti from? In Brajim Brindavan, you can find this beautiful temple, beautiful deity. But still, you will not know where this temple is. Because Kali Yuga, if you say something, then they get offended. If you say something nice, then they'll even come to attack you. If you say something bad, then they'll, then they'll be very happy with you. So listen, tomorrow, so today, tomorrow we'll continue seeing glories of Vrindavan. Hey, bro.